Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Remember this song? Pharrell? Oh, yeah. Down Love punk. this song. Uh, I, uh, I think it was my... Uh, I, I may be remembering this incorrectly. I think it was my bachelor party. Is this song that old? Is this like an 11-year-old song, 10, 11-year-old yeah. song? We're talking we, like probably we went, 2013. We went to Vegas, and like this was the like the theme song of the trip. And we actually did win some money on that trip, so it, it played through. We were... Uh, we were lucky on that uh, on that trip. That's that song, Pharrell and Dap. It's a great song. I love. Well, that song. there you go. Uh, all right, let's make some picks, fellas. Sure to fail. Did not fail for me last week. I led the way at seven and two and one, surpassing Paul Savage for the first time in what feels like I don't know twenty four months. Paul, what's going? How on? does that feel? Well, I'll tell you. How, what. Do, how does it feel not, down not, here with the peasants? Not good. Not good. I mean, I'm I'm feeling like Tommy, and that's that's the worst part about <laughs> okay, it. Thank you. I feel like Tommy, and and obviously wow. I'm I'm inadequate. Is that that's I can't believe it. In fact, I just I'm I'm stunned. I'm almost lost for words as to what my reaction would be. But it's time well, to should. take it back. It's not that big a lead. I don't think you're leading. You should me feel by. like t- you guys were both four and five last week. I'm I'm two games ahead of you overall. Is I it two? I, I knew it was. I knew it wasn't a lot. I mean, I can make it up this week, Tommy. I don't think you have a prayer, but I can make it up this week. I uh, I took some I took some shots last week in the picks too. I had Cleveland. Uh, it, you know that I was I was on an island there. There was another island. There were where two or three islands that you were on that you kind of thought. Oh, yeah. it was o- it was Oklahoma State is what it that's was. What it, it was yes, Oklahoma yes, State. That is correct because I, yeah. and it's the same. Like that's the thing. Like sometimes you just got to realize again. Mike Gundy apparently doesn't lose games at home when he's an underdog. Yeah, and that held true. Right, right. It, when when it, on paper it didn't look like a good matchup for them. Okay, Tommy, uh, you tired? Of, some... Are you tired of reviewing Jacob's wonderful week? I, I'm a little I'm a yeah. little worn out on it. I'm Do a we need to tired. go through all ten? Last yeah, week, you, let's, we, go no, all I'm, ten, let's hear all ten I'm of just, your picks. Yes, that's great. Yeah, yes, why don't we? No. I'm sitting back and listening because uh, I mean my picking has not been good, so I don't really have much to contribute. <laughs> all right, let's let's not do that. Let's go ahead to this week's picks. Jad, hit the music, uh, and we start with maybe the premier game on the college football schedule this week, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, uh, but Penn State, Ohio State should be fantastic. Ohio State is four and a half point favorite at home. I'll go first since I won last week. All right. I'm going to ride the Nittany Lions here, fellas. I'm going to take those points. And can they finally get over the hump and be a real contender for a national championship? I think that they can. Man, they've been good this year. Um, Ohio State probably has more impressive wins, but I think this is Penn State's spot. They've been waiting for this for what feels like a decade. I'll certainly take the points, and I'm going to take the Nittany Lions. Tommy? You know, Ohio State has... 
uh, a couple different times this season, not really impressed. They've won, but they've not really impressed. Last week, though, was a different scenario where they absolutely did impress. I know Penn State is tough, and they always play things tough, but this game is at home at Ohio State. I'm going to take the Buckeyes, and I'll lay the points. All right. Paul, I don't think there's a wrong way to pick this one. You break the tie here. Where, where are you at with this game? Exactly what both of you guys have said is, is, is really the situation on this game. I guess if there's something that makes me go with Ohio State, it's that they're the home team. Uh, home team playing in playing in the uh, horseshoe is always difficult. Yeah. It's a difficult place to go play. Uh, even though you're given four and a half points, it'll probably be ten points one way or the other. But I don't know which way it's going to be. I'm going to go ahead and take Ohio State. And Tommy, if for no other reason, it's the horseshoe. Okay. I, I, look, I get it. I mean, they would be favorites if you took, you know, if three if home fields were three points, and maybe it's worth more than that in college. They are being favored, so uh, you know, it. Right. I, I just, it, it's a Penn State thing for me more than it, I think Ohio State's obviously really good. They beat Notre Dame. Uh, all right, Tennessee and Alabama. As we move to the SEC, Bama starting to pick up a little steam here as a nine point favorite at home against the Volunteers. Tommy, you can start us off here in this SEC showdown. I think the big question is: Is Bama back? And I don't know if they're all the way back, but at least they've started to improve uh, the last couple of weeks, and they've started playing the way that we expect to see Nick Saban-led teams play. So that being said, I know the number is nine, but I do think that Bama can beat Tennessee by 10 or more. I'm going to take Bama at home. I'll lay those points. Paul, what do you think? You know, something Tommy's making a lot of sense here. Now, let's not forget, Tennessee's a pretty good football team, fellas. It's not a bad team. They are. They're they're a good football team, but this is this this is at at Bama. Bama is I think starting to kind of come around. It's taken them a lot longer than most Nick Saban teams have taken to come around. Uh, I'm going to join Tommy. Tommy, I'm with you. I'm going to take Bama at home. Uh, I, I'm going to take this island. Um, I think Alabama is certainly finding momentum. I just in the SEC in games like this, they tend to be closer. At least they have this year. I don't know what to really think about Tennessee in general, but I do think that Alabama doesn't appear to be the kind of team this year that's just going to smash its fellow conference mates. Maybe they proved that this week, but I'm going to take nine points here in a big-time SEC game. Duke and Florida State. You want to talk about an opportunity for Duke, right? Like, this is a big spot for Duke, Paul, to go out and prove something. Can they do it? against the juggernaut Seminoles this year, laying 14 and a half points. Right. I'll tell you what, that's a lot of points. But here's the thing. Duke's pretty good. I did not really realize Duke was as good as that. And, and they played somebody about two or three weeks ago. I watched some of it. I watched probably uh, a probably half. the Notre Dame game. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. But, but, but they're not a bad football team, fellas. And, and I'm just stunned at that. Physical. Most Duke teams are not as physical as this particular Duke football team, and you know, you know, I put a big premium on physicality. And uh, but Florida State is get is is giving fourteen and a half. Man, I, I don't the four the half even scares me a little bit. But can I take Duke? I don't think so. Not at home in Tallahassee. I just got to take Florida State, and I think I'll be on an island. I just predict both of you guys are going to take Duke. I'm taking Florida State, and I'm going to give 14 and a half. Can't believe I did that. Uh, You're not going to be on an island, Paul. You know, Duke had the big win against Clemson to start the year, and in fact, a bigger win against Clemson, albeit it was at home, or at least it wasn't, you know, 
Clemson right. to start the year. Right. But since then, they've played Lafayette. They've played Northwestern. They've played UConn. Great, you can beat them. They lost to Notre Dame, and they they you know they beat NC State last week pretty handily. So I don't want to take anything away from them, but I don't think that they've played a team this good. Whereas you look at Florida State, they've got a win over Clemson as well at Clemson, by the way. And they remember what they did to LSU. I, I think Florida State's really really good, fellas, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points as well. It's not a knock on Duke. It's a tip of the cap to Florida State. Tommy, you get a you know get a ranked opponent island potential here getting, you know, more than two touchdowns. Where are you at? Well look, I mean, with all due respect to Mac Brown and the North Carolina Tar Heels, I think that there's a good argument to be made that Duke is the second best team in the ACC behind sure. Florida State. Nope. Uh, Mike Elko no has done phenomenal things with the Blue Devils program this season. And North Carolina is really good, but I honestly I think Duke might be just a step above where North Carolina is this season. I know the Tar Heels are ranked 10th and Duke is ranked 16th, but man, I just think talent-wise, watching what I've watched from Duke, they're really fun to watch. It would be different for me if the line was under 14. If it was 13 and a half, then it would be a little bit different, but it's 14 and a half. And I do actually think that Duke can keep it within two touchdowns. So I will take that island. I'm going to take Duke and I'll take the 14 and a half. All right, so that gives Tommy an island there. That's an interesting one. It's a lot of points. We don't usually pick games that have that big of a spread. So hard, be, hard to blame him, curious. though, Jacob. Hard to blame him. Oh, no. I When you're behind, you take that. That's a, that's a yep, good dart that's, throw. That's All right, uh, Utah-USC. USC coming off a disappointing loss by their own standard here. Seven-point favorites against Utah. Um, I, 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 I think I'm up first. I'll, I'll go. God, this is hard. They're seven-point favorites. Boy, they just can't play any defense. Can they? Like, I, I don't know here. Um, Utah coming off of a, a you know, a 20-point win over Cal. They still don't have their quarterback. I, I, gosh, I don't know what to do here. I, I'll take USC. They can bounce back here. They have to. They have to bounce back. Caleb Williams is in a big spot back at home. I don't like this one at all, but I'll take USC and give seven points. Tommy? Well, really, the only stumble that Utah has had this year was that game against UCLA where they only scored seven points in that loss against uh, the Bruins. But that being said, I mean, I've taken USC a couple different times this season, and I've been disappointed every time I've taken them. I think the shine is wearing off a little bit on Caleb Williams. I think he's still obviously a great player, but I'm not sure the hype has really kept up with the way that he actually is playing this season. Considering that Utah is getting seven points, man, I think I'm going to take the Utes and I'll take those points. Paul, this you the, got you break the tie here. Yeah, this is the easiest pick. Of, this is the easiest pick of the week. Okay, in the whole deal, Utah's a good football team. USC, we talked about it uh, when they played Notre Dame, didn't we? Discuss defense on USC. I think we made the point. At least I made the point while picking that that their their defense is suspect. They're 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 they not. They can't play a lick. Yeah, they're not that good. Not just suspect. It's bad. Okay, there you go. And and what well, Caleb? What what was his last name again? You get the, that, Caleb that, Williams. I was being sarcastic. You he, forget who he is. Yeah, he's almost out. Of, I mean, <laughs> when did we talk about Caleb Williams the last time as a Heisman contender? You know, this is a team that that's decent, but it's not good enough. Seven points is not enough. Utah wins this game. Utah wins this game wow. by 14. Okay. Yeah, no, Whoa. I look, I I don't 
I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy. This is a big spot for Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley. It is. Uh, okay. That is right. K-State, Cats, six and a half against TCU. They've been playing a lot of close games lately. Uh, Tommy, I believe you're up first on this one. You think they can cover that number? This one's obviously really difficult considering what we've talked about all week long. Number one, the defense with Kansas State. Number two, what are they going to do at quarterback? We don't really know, and it, I think it's probably just going to—they're going to take what the game gives them and what TCU gives them. TCU—they're finding their way, but they're still very inexperienced with the freshman quarterback and Chandler Morris. I think the Wildcats win two in a row. I'm going to take them. I'll lay the six and a half. I think that the the Wildcats can win by a touchdown. Paul, you agree? You know, I think I do. I I, I think I do, and I think I will. I believe that's a probably pretty close. I've been on this this week. I seem to be going with the home team a lot, other than Utah. So I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, K State. I think Tommy Tommy's probably pretty close. I'm going to take K State. I'm going to make it a sweep, guys. They haven't been at home in a month. That that place is going to be nuts yeah, on it Saturday. Is. It is. I think it's going to be tough on TCU. I think Kansas State has a really good opportunity with both of those quarterbacks to to make things hard on the TCU defense. I think the Cats cover that number. I I like that that you know that's a game this week I'll actually be betting. Um, I, I like the Cats there, and I've been wrong about them this year. They've been they've been a little tricky on me this year. All right, let's switch to the NFL now. Lions Ravens. Tommy, you mentioned this one before the break. Paul, you go first. Your boy Dan Campbell. Uh, he's an underdog this week. Yeah, he's getting he, three points getting, in Baltimore. Yeah, I, what do you I, think about that? Well, you know, I, I kind of still like him. I still want them to be successful. I'm going to pick with my heart. I'm not going to pick with my mind on this one because, obviously, I'd probably take the Ravens. I mean, we're going to break it down. You guys are probably both going to take the Ravens. I'll probably be on an island. But I'm going to go with my heart. It doesn't hurt to go with your heart. I'm a... I'm I'm a loving guy, as you guys know. I'm gonna take I'm gonna go ahead and take the Lions and my man Dan Campbell. He is your man. Um, do we have an update on David Montgomery? Like, is he gonna play? I I don't think he is. Right? Like he's he's out, and it's gonna be the Jameer Gibbs game. I'll take the Ravens because I think I think okay, Tommy's good. gonna take I think Tommy's gonna be with you, Paul. Oh, really? I, I'm gonna take the Ravens because I think David Montgomery is out. He's expected to be out, and if he's not there, I think it really limits what the Lions want to do in games. Uh, it, it's basically a coin flip game. The home team's there. I'm gonna take the Ravens minus three here. I think it's a trap, by the way, by Vegas. For so I, I think most people will see the Lions as an underdog and jump on it. That's another part of it. Tommy, what do you think? I mean, whether or not it's a trap game, I, I don't know the answer to that. But what I do know is that, man, the Lions have exceeded expectations. I've been lower on the Lions, as you all know, since the beginning of the season. I haven't bought into the hype, but, man, they're 5-1. and one, And, you know, I know that with the issues that David Montgomery, injury issues that he has, that might play into it. But they've gotten healthy, more healthy at least, at the wide receiver position with Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, Jameson Williams is back. Man, you're telling me that a 5-1 and one team going on the road is getting three points. The Ravens have been really up and down. A couple of weeks ago, they couldn't do anything offensively. I'm going to take the Lions. Really? I'm going to yeah. join Paul. I'll take those points. a boy. That was a strategic move on my part. That's what I thought would happen. I'm glad to get that one because I don't know. I think it's a coin flip. I, I wanted the island there. Uh, okay. Here's another one that I think is very difficult. Steelers at the Rams. Rams are three-point favorites. I think I'm first here. 
the Steelers have been the most frustrating betting team of the last two seasons. No kidding. Uh, I'll just say that. Yeah. Right? Like, whether it's player props or, or games themselves, the Steelers are hard as ha- – like, I, I do not have a good feel for them. The Rams have Cooper Cup back. They've got Puka Nakua, but they don't have Kyron Williams, and they're going to rely on a rookie in the backfield. And I think that could be a problem. And I think for a less mobile Matt Stafford, TJ Watt could be a real big problem. I think I'm going to take the points here. This feels like, to me, I believe they're coming out of a bye week too. This feels like a Mike Tomlin game to me, where he can make it ugly, figure out a way to make it ugly. I think they get Deontay Johnson back this week. You know, they're kind of they're kind of getting healthy while the Rams are dealing with some injuries. I'm going to take the points here. I'm going to take Pittsburgh and take three points. Tommy? I think that's the trap right there. I don't think Pittsburgh is very good. I, think I, I don't people, either. I think I don't either. think uh, they look at the Steelers and they're like, man, this, you know, I think they're thinking of a, a Steelers team from a few years ago. They're, they're, this is not the Pittsburgh team that we've been used to seeing consistently win in the playoffs and, and all of that. Because um, I just don't think that they're that great. I mean, they got absolutely trounced by the Texans a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to take the Rams at home. I'll lay those three points. I think that the Rams are a sneaky good team this year. They're much improved. I'm going to take L.A. at home minus three. It's it's a, I, I'm I'm almost betting on Mike Tomlin and T.J. Watt here as much as I am anything else with the Steelers. Paul, you break the tie again on this one. Yeah, Tomlin's the key. I mean, I remember early on losing a game, picking the Steelers, and a lot of that, it was early in the season, and a lot of that was, well, Tomlin can coach. Coach Tomlin's good. He knows what he's doing. He's experienced. He's He is what we would call one of the top four, five, six echelon type coaches, and I put a lot of stock in it. They're not very good. I can't take the Steelers. I don't think they're fundamentally sound the way they have been in the past. I don't know why, but that's what I think. I'm taking the Rams, and this is almost easy for me. All right. Well, I'll I'll take that island. That's not a good island. That's not a good island. I'm not as as excited about that island as I am the Ravens island. But, again, like, Tommy, you think it's a trap one way. I almost think it's a trap the other way. Like, I think that's another one that's like – yeah, I think I think I'll, I would bet that the public money goes to the Rams there, but we'll see. I mean, I think uh, the Packers, Rams win by two touchdowns. Packers, Broncos. Oh, they easily could. Packers, Broncos in maybe like a doo doo bowl type game here. <laughs> uh, we'll see what the prac what the Packers can do, but the Broncos are getting a point at home, Tommy. Again, I put this one on here because it's it's I don't like it's a strange one. It's a strange line. It's everything about it's strange. Green Bay's coming out of a bye. What what are you looking at on this one? Packers all day. I don't think that either one of these teams are really very good. But, man, I mean, it's a coin flip. It's a really we're picking who's going to win the game when the Broncos are getting one point. Uh, I think the Packers go on the road. After the bye, they get healthier. Christian Watson looks healthy. Romeo Dobbs looks healthy. Um, I think that, you know, they – I think the Packers will have used the bye to hopefully help Jordan Love out a little bit, and they've gotten that time to get a little bit healthier. The Broncos are a train wreck defensively it's really bad as we know uh i'm gonna take the packers and i'll lay that one paul you taking the broncos this is a chance for the broncos here i'm taking the island i'm gonna go ahead and take the broncos i'm gonna go on the island i'm already predicting an island prediction because i'm not yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i already knew i was gonna have an island 
you know, why not? It's my second home team. It's like a home team to me. I'm going to go with them because they are at home. They got to play in mile high, and, and and you know the you know Green Bay is is at sea level, and they're going to they're going to the mountains, and they're five thousand feet up. And Tommy, that is the worst yeah. analyzation of a football game you probably have ever heard. But I can't well. figure out any other way to justify taking my pick. Of the Broncos. I, I can't come up with anything. That's So I'm going to take the Broncos because of the altitude. Analyzation. <laughs> I was about to call you out, Paul. That is a word. I wasn't sure. I just looked. <laughs> it is. Analyzation is a word. Good. So you're clear there. Well, uh, shame on me. Uh, all right. I didn't know if that was a savageism or not, but <laughs> yes. it's not. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, that one, that sure. one, that one counts. Uh, you're right. I'm not taking the Broncos. Yeah, I've figure. been higher on Green Bay than most. Jordan Love has not been good lately. Uh, certainly not as good as he looked early in the year. Um, I, I assume coming out of a bye that they'll finally get healthy to some degree, and this is a real good get right opportunity for Jordan Love and the Packers offense. I'm going to take the Packers coming out of the bye uh, in a in. I think it's an opportunity here, guys. Like, Denver's going to win a game at some point, but, man, their defense has been terrible. I'll take the Packers. Chargers, Chiefs. Paul, you're up first on this one. One of the trickier games of the week. Chiefs laying five and a half against a team that always seems to play them close. Well, and they've got some skills. I mean, I mean, the Chargers are a good physical football team. It'll be a great game to watch. I think it's going to be a fairly close game. Five and a half worries me because I think this is going to be a close football game. But, you know, because it's at home, because we're all Chiefs fan and we live in Chief country and the Chiefs are my number one team, I'm just going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to analyze it or break it down. I just like the Chiefs. you got Patrick Mahomes, you know. Come on, let's go. And, of course, Taylor Swift will be there. She will be there. Yeah. Uh, it, will she? I'm asking. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I know. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Go, okay. where, go where your man goes. That's what you do. Paul, Paul is up to speed on entertainment tonight here. Uh, I'll... I've got to go next, don't I? Um, you know what? I think the Chargers will play them close. Attaboy. I think they're more desperate here. Do I don't. I don't. I don't think I think they'll win, but I think they'll play them close because they always do. It, it, just another opportunity for the Chargers to to somehow blow it or make a big mistake late. I, I think they can stay within five and a half. I'll I'll take the Chargers within five and a half. I don't think they'll win, but I think they can stay within the number. Tommy. This is tough because, as we know, the Chargers always play the Chiefs close. It's just the way that this matchup typically works. The Chargers are typically playing the Chiefs to around a field goal, but the Chiefs, as of late, have been better covering their number. So knowing that, I think I am going to take Kansas City and I'll lay the five and a half. I think it, it's, man, it's going to be difficult. It wouldn't surprise me if it is another field goal type game, but I'm going to take the Chiefs and I'll lay those points. Yeah, it, I, I got nothing on that game. I, I think I think it's going to be close. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to for me is I do think it. But close can be 6.7 points too, That and that's what makes it really tricky. All right, Dolphins-Eagles. Eagles minus 2.5 at home. Uh, I'm first here to wrap it. I got to tell you guys, I, I love the Eagles minus 2.5 when we talk about this game. And I think that probably will surprise you, but Miami hasn't. Miami hasn't really played anybody, right? Like, they they, they had the, you know, when, when you look at their wins, they got smoked by Buffalo, smoked by four touchdowns. 
You know, they beat the Chargers on the road. If you think the Chargers are good, you can have that one. But it's the Patriots, the Broncos, the Giants, and the Panthers. Those are their other wins. Four of the worst teams in football. I don't think they've really played anybody. I think the Eagles, while are a step back, which I do, I do think the Eagles are not what they were last year yet. I think this is the spot where Miami learns you can't just run all over everybody. You're facing one of the top run defenses. Uh, their defense hasn't been incredible, Miami's. I'm going to take the Eagles at home here, minus two and a half. I think this is a pretty good spot for the Eagles to to reestablish themselves. Tommy? I love the Dolphins in this game, plus two and a half. I'm going to go the exact opposite direction from you. With the firepower that they have offensively, I know that they're missing A-Chan. I think he'll be back in a couple of weeks off of IR. But they've still got Raheem Mostert. They've still got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and Tua, of course. Looks like a legitimate MVP candidate right now. Really, the big question is, defensively, what can the Dolphins do to limit Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense? But I'm going to take the Dolphins because they're giving me two and a half. I'm going to take them. Well, that makes total sense. I mean, it, to me, it makes total sense, although it's wrong, but I get it. But, you know, okay. you know, to, to put Tommy on that island, I, 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 if I was to take the Dolphins, that would be seven islands for Jacob. But it's only going to be six wow. islands. Jacob... I'm taking the Eagles. Really? I'm taking the Eagles. a e- lot of islands. It, but but Jake, Jacob, you understand, you are on six islands as we speak right now. Six, I, no, I didn't understand uh, that. Six islands. I Time think to that's make up re- some ground here for hey. me, baby. Let's go. Yeah, that is a we, record. We could end this contest real quick one way or the other. Well, this this has never happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think anybody has ever been I on six it. islands. No, I doubt it. No. no. This could be a case of I got a little... I'm getting a little too cute and too smart with myself after last week is what it could be. You know, that could Uh, happen. We'll we'll, we'll find that out pretty quick. That's 10 games. That's the pick. Sure to fail. Uh, We'll see. Jad has the receipts. We'll get the update on Monday. Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get some high school football talk, fellas. We had, you know, game of the year last week in in Cheney. We got to talk about that one and some other things on the line this week as we're one week left in the regular season. Matt Henderson with Catch Kansas will join us. We'll have more Sports Daily right after this. Not sure if you've heard, but when the temperatures go low, Kohl's goes lower. No, seriously. They've got their lowest prices of the season right now. I just went and found my whole family cozy place for just $14.99. Boots for under $40. And an entire cookware set for under $70. Plus, I earned Kohl's cash. So hurry and get the cold weather stuff you need for the hottest prices. Select styles. Offers end October 22nd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Dude, you gotta hear this. this. Go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily. Uh, I believe we have Matt Anderson here from Catch It Kansas to join us and. We're working on Matt. That's what it is. We're working on Matt. All right. So while we get Matt here real quick, fellas, um, let's let's take a second when we're talking about high school football. You got to talk about Cheney last week against Andale. They snapped the streak. They get the win. Uh, Cheney has put together a really nice program for the last few years that hasn't been able to get over that hump, but they have a better defense this year and they got the win and it was in crazy overtime fashion. And it was a massive comeback at the same time. Like that was, that was what high school football is all about. That was a lot of fun last Friday. 
yeah, I'm not sure that you can really overstate the importance of that and how big of a win that is for Cheney. I mean, not only, and I know, I'm not sure if even just the casual person knows how great of a program Andale has had forever. I mean, to a point to where like they've got people there filming documentaries about how good that football program is and historically has been. So congratulations to Cheney, but also congratulations to Andale for having a streak the longest in the nation. That's incredible. Paul, you're a high school football guy. Uh, I mean, this Andale run's been as impressive, right, as anything we've seen in this state forever. Well, you know what a program is? A program, that's that's somebody that does the same thing over and over and over. And this this is what Cheney is. It's like almost like a football factory. It might be another way of putting it. But what they do is, is, is amazing because everything is so consistent. What they're doing now, they'll do next year and, and the year after that. And they, they, they shuffle the kids through. For a school that size, guys, they have 80 to 100 kids in the weight room all through the summer, all the way through, you know, uh, at all legal times, wherever. Not, they don't cheat, I can tell you that. But whatever's legal, they have those kids in the weight room. And it's an amazing process. It is as close to, it is as close to a real program on a consistent basis as in the entire state of Kansas. And I'm not probably saying anything you guys don't know. But uh, for those who are not familiar with Andale, that's what they do. They coach the same thing year after year. It is a program, and those kids have bought in, and they got a lot of kids in that program. It's an amazing, amazing streak that they had. And trust me, guys, they're going to start another streak. streak. And I, oh, yeah. I, I do not believe that this changes the fact that I would still choose Andale will probably win 3A. Cheney did great and all that kind of thing, and I get it. But, you know, I would still choose, if we had them on, on our Friday football picks, I would probably still take Andover over Cheney in, in, in a state tournament. Andale, yeah, I think I think most people agree with you. All right, let's bring in Matt Henderson now, oh, executive good. producer, catchatkansas.com. Yeah. Matt, like, so this is the end of the regular season, and, you know, maybe a little non-traditionally in how we've done this. Give us, like, what, what playoff scenarios – and I know there are a thousand of them, but like, what are some of the most daunting metro area playoff implication type things happening tonight? Hey guys, uh, yeah. So the biggest thing that we're looking at tonight, as far as playoffs go, is going to be coming from the smaller classes. Like plenty of district championship games tonight. Um, I would say the most notable are a couple in Class Two A, one a little further out of our area, Nemaha Central and Sabetha. They're the top two teams in Class Two A. Both seven and zero, but then right there behind them, Southeast Saline and Ellsworth, both seven and zero, going for a district championship. Just on the, like, much closer to home here, Kingman Garden Plain playing tonight for a two A district championship. Both teams six and one, only lost to the team we we're just talking about, Teeny. So some very good games there. Class three A, most of those are settled. Heston and Collegiate play tonight, so that'll be a very important game. I'm sure Heston's really looking at that because, you know, Collegiate's quarterback, Hudson Perales, transferred from Heston this year for his senior year, so Heston has a chance to spoil that for them and maybe take a district title there. Sedgwick playing at Marion. Marion's one of the biggest surprise stories in Kansas. They're still 7-0, and so a lot of fun ones happening tonight. So we were just talking, obviously, about Andale and Cheney and, and that matchup a week ago. And from your perspective, as somebody that covers high school football as closely as you do, for anybody that you know maybe just casually knows about Andale but maybe doesn't know like the inner workings of the way that program has just been a factory year after year, number one, 
What does that win for Cheney ultimately mean for the program moving forward? And number two, I would imagine it's just right back to work for Andale. And, you know, I think their thought process now is probably just starting a brand new streak, right? Yeah, with Cheney, I mean, I had the opportunity to like, do our season preview with them, like opening day of practice this year. And that was one of the questions I asked them. It was like, all right, what do you guys have to do? What do you have to do to be Andale? And they basically said you have to play a perfect game. And we, if you watched that game on Friday night, they didn't play a perfect game. They had very they definitely had some mistakes even in the second half when they were making that big comeback. But they're still able to get it done. What does it mean going forward? I mean, obviously you start with they're going to be that they win a district, they beat the beat that rival that's right right close to them. But it gives them a lot of confidence moving forward because odds are you're going to see Andale again in Substate. They're still going to be different sides of the bra- of the top half bottom half of the bracket. So if both of those can get through. Both those teams can get through with the three A uh, uh, West side. We're going to get the rematch of that overtime game come later in the year. As far as Andale, I mean, you, like you guys were saying before, I hopped on. Right back to work for them. Andale is still the, the program is still Andale. They play Pratt tonight. Kind of feel bad for the Greenbacks because they're gonna they're gonna uh, get that wrath of uh, them tonight. Um, but yeah, it's like it, it's gonna be still hard for us to ever really pick against Andale. I mean, I would say maybe Cheney has this year. This year's Cheney team is just that different because they did they did come in with that much experience and that much confidence knowing they can do it. We'll see what Andale does differently later on. But it's just one of those things that Andale year in year out. They are just that good. It's kind of like we've seen teams in the past in the area do it, like Conway Springs and Smith Center from our area. I grew, I grew up in southeast Kansas, so St. Mary's Colgan, who's back on top of 1A, they were that dominant team for so long. That's just Andel right now. All right, Hendo, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask Here. you a question for four or three, four, five, and, and 6A. I want, I want you to give who you think – has a good shot. I'm not going to put you on the spot and make you pick who you who you think is going to win. Give me give me the favorite for those four classes: three, four, five, and six A. Give me who you think might be what people think are the favorites to win a state championship going into this last weekend. Who do you got? Starting three A, we just talked about. I mean, you can't. I don't think you can not pick Cheney at this point, just because of what we saw on the field last week. Andale still Andale, but Cheney overtakes them as the favorite right away. Class 4A, it's Bishop Miege to lose. They are, it's, it's one of those teams, this thing with this Miege this year, that they are just that good of a Miege team. And they've kind of proven it time and like, time and time again. They're only lost to Rockhurst on the Missouri side. Uh, as far as coming from the uh, 4A West, I really don't know. I watched Bueller last night, and we thought Bueller might be the team. McPherson goes and beat them because McPherson is, once again, that good of a team. Abilene's been very good. Wabigo's good again, so it's hard to tell, but it's hard to pick against me, Asian 4A. 5A, I think it might be Capen's year. Ah. It's tough to, like, it, that's the one right there. It's like Mill Valley is like, you know, you've you got to beat Mill Valley, but two regular, two regular season losses for them already. They appear to be vulnerable. Capen is chugging along, and they just look like an unbeatable team right now. Shouts Northwest for getting it done early in the year on them. And then I'll go up to 6A. I, st- still, it's hard for me to pick against Gardner Edgerton. I think we, we ranked uh, Washburn Rural ahead of them. Washburn Rural, they completed an 8 no season last night, so they're the only undefeated team left. But when we saw that Gardner team, I mean, that Olathe East, heck, heck of an upset for uh, for them, the Hawks, last week there. But 6A is very wide open. Derby, Northwest, East, all those teams. Manhattan, who plays Northwest tonight, can be another great game in the area. So 6A is tough. I think I have the lean Gardner, though. 
All right, uh, last one for you, Hindo, here, and you mentioned a couple of these teams. So when we look at the City League this year, right, Capen needs to win to share. Is that how that works in the City League? East has two losses. Capen's the, uh, Capen's the team playing the league game. Northwest and East are done. Heights with the chance to play spoiler. So is is it a share situation between Northwest and Capen if Capen wins? And then after that, like – how important does this week factor into that playoff scenario you just rolled out there? Is anybody going to move one way or the other? So one correction, East does play Carroll tonight. So they, that's still another league game there. There can be a three-way tie at the top if East wins and if uh, Capen wins. Northwest has already clinched, finished their year with one league loss. So there will be, if all that happens because they each beat each other, it'll be a three-way tie for the city league title. Um, but they, but, but so wait, thing. East has played... East will play an extra league game. No, no. Right then, East so they'll has, East, East. East has two losses: one to Capen, and then the other was to Western Rural, which is non-league. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at the G Wall. I'm looking at the G Wall oh, standings yeah. on the City League. Yeah, and that yeah. must be a game off. For, okay, okay, yeah, that makes title, more sense. You just yeah. go by G Wall. Yeah, got it. And you're asking for playoff scenarios as far as what could happen tonight. So I would say like seeding is it does somebody okay. feel desperate? I guess I guess to sum it, like is somebody desperate for a win tonight to put them in a better seeding position? Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ucla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic Purple and Beauty Rest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The one that's as far as seating goes, the, I would say the most, the, the one that we can really watch comes in class 5A. And I kind of outlined this in our, in our article that we had up this week. Uh, there's a chance that a team goes 6 and 6 and 2 and has to go on the road in the first round of the playoffs. Because there are so many teams just in the log jam at 5A. Like six different schools right now are 5 and 2. You have Valley Center there. You have Hutch. You have Goddard, Mace South, Hayes, and Salina Central. All sitting at 5 and 2. None of them play each other tonight. So Goddard, wow. if Goddard's able to pull off the upset of Goddard Eisenhower tonight, who's still undefeated, they'll be 6 and 2. They'll be right there. I believe it's the, uh, Valley Center has a tricky game with Andover Central. So that's one to watch. The rest of those teams will be favored to get to six wins. That's the one that can really kind of create a uh, shuffle. And then you're stuck with, right as of right now, looking at marginal points or average wins, Salina Central, 
would be that unlucky team that's stuck to going on the road despite a six and two record. But if a Goddard loss would drop into five and three, they would end up in that spot. So we'll see that Goddard versus Eisenhower game tonight, pretty important for as far as seeding goes. Capen has a chance. I think they can still overtake uh, Eisenhower. Depending, it would have to be a big win and then like a narrow loss for Eisenhower for them to get the one seed. But that's the one thing we can really watch for there. Okay. Well, the good news is Hindo is a bracket expert yes. on this stuff. And so one of the one of the big things that Ketchik Kansas does, I can tell you this from when I was more involved in seeing it, the brackets are insanely popular. And Hindo gets those up as fast as he can tonight after the regular season, sort of unofficial brackets, right, because there's so many tiebreakers and different things. But that'll be up for you tonight. We'll have them in the Ketchik Kansas show uh, which you'll find at 1035 on the KSCW tonight. Uh, and, of course, catch at Kansas.com. This is one of the craziest weeks of work in the season, Hendo. I know it'll be a mountain, but uh, we'll get it done, and we'll have it ready for everybody. Good shooting tonight, and good luck with those brackets. Thanks, guys. Fun night ahead. There goes Matt Henderson, executive producer of CatchAtKansas.com. We'll come back. We'll, we'll wrap up a sports daily. Uh, for the most part here. Let's give away some hockey tickets Beautiful. on our way out here, Jad. Uh, home opener tonight for the Wichita Thunder. You can get a family four-pack, get that going the right way. Uh, just call Jad, first caller, that IHOP hotline, 869-1240. Get their hand on some hockey tickets tonight. It is hockey season here in Wichita. We'll come back. More Sports Daily right after this. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily. Fridays are nuts here. We make picks. We get a little high school football ah. talk. We get Wyatt Thompson in. Appreciate all of it. If you missed anything, go back and listen for free on the Odyssey app. By the way, you heard Thursday Night Football last night. Primetime NFL games from Westwood One available live for free right here on KFH, of course, and available for you on the Odyssey app. Tune in Sunday night for Eagles-Dolphins on KFH, or you can download the Odyssey app and search for KFH at kickoff congratulations to mike for winning those hockey tickets uh, a couple of minutes here guys and you know like selfishly could you just please tell me that the rangers are going to win this series against the astros <laughs> well like just, just can we just like could you just will it into existence for me right uh, make it happen well I'll it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, man. Of course it's going to be tough, but it's doable. I mean, it's obviously they've come a long way. Uh, we all thought that the Astros would be better than the Rangers, but I'll tell you what. Yes, it's going to happen. You're going to be happy. Rangers. Oh, Thank my. You. Yeah, with props <sighs> and everything. You, I don't know. With props. Props. Not so fast, my friend. Yeah, not as so fast. As Corso would say. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I would have felt a lot more comfortable if a 3-1 series lead as opposed to 2-2 even. I said it at the top of the show, Jacob. You give the Astros an inch, they're going to take a mile. You crack that door open for them, they're going to kick it right down. And uh, advantage right now definitely goes to the Astros. It does. You know, what's so funny about it, and I think I said this yesterday, like if you had to draw a map to this series, this was a very likely outcome from the beginning right, right right the rangers win behind the only starters they've got left in the tank basically and then houston's offense explodes and now we get to this turning point and so for houston it's can you beat one of the two rangers horses they right. didn't do it the first time through and for the rangers it's like at some point you're just gonna have to score lots of runs mm -hmm. and they got to go up against verlander tonight to do that so we'll see right. i i'm i'm certainly concerned about verlander round two I did not think Verlander looked very good in round one. 
he's probably going to be better this time around. So it, it will be on like no pressure, Jordan Montgomery, but you got to be as good as you were last time. Right. And I right. think he'll embrace that. And right. I'm, I am so dang oh, nervous. You I'm a be. mess. I'm a hot mess. Oh, yeah, I imagine. Hey, Tommy, who's on the mound for Atlanta tonight? Oh, wait a second. Wow, I'm not sure. Thank that, you. I'm not Whoa. sure. They're, I'm not sure they're that, playing yet. Are they? I didn't even do Yikes. anything to you, and I'm just out here catching strays on that. Like that. Yeah, we know. The Braves are not in it anymore. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate oh, geez. that. I, you know, I, I hated to do that. I really did. Hey, my, my Kansas City Royals were out in May, so don't feel bad. <laughs> hey, Jacob, you so, know, if you want to yeah. take your mind off of the baseball game tonight, you're more than welcome to come to the Thunder home opener at Interest oh, that's Bank Arena. Yeah, I will be covering to the arena so, and watch hockey. You yeah. can do that. Oh, man. I'll be covering high school football. Friday nights are high school football for me, so I won't be able to do that. But, you know, we've got uh, Mike going to the game in my place. Enjoy that four-pack, Mike. But, uh, yeah, it'll be high school football. It Honestly, like most of the time, day games and the playoffs really, really annoy me. But my Fridays are set up now where – this one actually works to my advantage, or maybe it's my disadvantage. Maybe I'd be better off not watching the game. But it actually, like, I think that I can get the game watched before I have to go in for high school football coverage. Otherwise, it would have been right in the middle of it, and that would have been a problem. So it actually works out for me today. The other reason it works out, at least in the beginning of the game, it's really hard for me to watch these games, especially the last two nights, and not violently swear about everything. Uh, I have a bit of a sailor's mouth, but like when they're at night, I'm around the kids. I'm like, you know, like I can't say what I want to say. So from like you know three to four o'clock during the game today, I'm just gonna let it fly. Attaboy. Uh, just absolutely uh, no no filter. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Let's see if they can get it done. Thanks Attaboy. for uh, you know, thanks for going down that road with me, everybody. Get a little. Uh, venting done here. Nobody wants to see the Astros win. I haven't talked to you about this, Paul, right? Like, nobody wants the Astros well, to win this. I mean, the Rangers, they're closer, first of all. And I, I love Dallas because of my association in Texas, and we go to Dallas and, you know, have fun on an occasion. I love Dallas. It's a great, dynamic city. I don't have any any relationship to, to Houston at all whatsoever. So let's go, Rangers. Let's go. Except they're a bunch of dirty, rotten cheaters. That's all. Like, uh, that's all you need. Well, that there's that too yes 869-1240 on that ihop hotline which has been brought to you today it's been a busy ihop hotline try ihop's new slow braised beef pot roast or a savory country fried steak it is a busy weekend here on the network we'll tell you all about it next Every morning. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.